name of Jesus. We declare that lives be transformed by the ministration of the word. Let the spirit of the word captivate your church. Even as we call upon you, we give you praise for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Amen. Wonderful. <coughs> I want to continue teaching on prayer. Look at someone say prayer. All right. Today, I want to continue with what we started last week on the secret place. Look at someone say secret place. Amen. Okay, so Stanley, let's go to our parents' scripture. <coughs> and let's do it together. All right. So, but you, <coughs> when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, Pray to your father who is in the secret place. Say this morning. Are you sure you are here? Say this morning. I am entering the secret place. By the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Said, but you, when you pray, <clears throat> go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Amen. All right. Okay. So let's start. Last week, <clears throat> I introduced you to this concept of the secret place. I told you that there is a place for every believer which we call the secret place. I'm sure that many of you hear the word. How many of you remember what I said last week? You have forgotten. How many of you genuinely remember what I said last week about the secret place? Amen. All right. I started by saying that God has a location and that location is a secret place. Do you remember last week? That's right. If you manage to navigate your way to this dimension, uh, which we call the secret place, then be sure that you are going to encounter God. Please don't sleep. Oh. If I find out that you are sleeping, you are in trouble today. Don't disgrace thyself. <laughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> Sorry. Are you following? If you are a believer and you manage to navigate your life to such a place that uh, to such a dimension called the secret place, then know that you have successfully located God. He has a location and the location is the secret place. Amen. Now, now, today, I don't want to waste so much of your time. I want to delve deep into the whole mystery of the secret place. 
Let me take my time and start with example so that you follow. Now, I can demand of a man. You know, as we are continuing to talk about prayer, we will talk about various types of prayers. But I know that for many of us in the body of Christ, prayer for us is going to God and asking, asking for something. Oh, hello. Is that not true? Many of us, prayer for us is going to God and asking for something. You know, whatever it is. You know. So just bear with me as I go down that route. That is not the totality of what I want to say, but I want to, I want to make you understand what I'm preaching. All right. Now, so <clears throat> I can only demand of a man, listen to me, what I believe the man has or what I know the man has. Is it true? The moment you start demanding things you are not aware he has, you are just fantasizing. It's just like me going to an A. As an A is sitting down now, I'm not belittling the man, but he doesn't have the money to buy a private jet. So if I go to an A and I say, an A, please give me a private jet, I, I, I am just fantasizing because the man himself will be sitting there and thinking, this preacher, what is wrong with him? Are we learning something? So you can only demand. I'm not saying that the people are not human beings, so they are human beings. But you know that there are certain things you cannot demand of them. The things that you logically demand are the things you are aware or you know somehow that they are capable of providing. Is that true? That's right. That is why maybe when you need money, there is somewhere you go. When you need help, like maybe emotional help, there is somewhere you go. When you need, uh, 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 you know, everything and where you go. When you need food, there is somewhere you go. So you should be sure that the law of demand and supply is such that the, demand, the guy that makes the demand who has to be sure that where he's going to make his demand is a place uh, he can receive that which is demanding. Are we learning something already? Shout, I hear you. All right. Now, if we have that point in mind, we, we, you know, I want you to have, this is basic to what I'm teaching today. To demand, you should be sure. You should have knowledge of the fact that the person you are demanding from is able to provide. Are we learning? Okay, that's what I want to have. Now, so now, uh, uh, this is where I'm starting from. The knowledge that whom I'm demanding from is capable can be gleaned in three different ways. Please understand my English. The knowledge. Okay. Say me who say Apostle Andy, Bibisano, Ebiania, Ubenyama Meno. There are three ways by which I can know that this man is able to give me what I'm demanding. Do you understand that? Are you sure you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. There are three basic ways. The number one way, please follow me. The number one way is when I get a credible person. Please listen to me. The number one way is when I get what? A credible person who is very, very close to Apostle Andy to tell me that, oh, and you may know my annoyed name Apostle Andy until say, come to our Are we learning something? Hello? If somebody that is credible and is close enough to the person I'm demanding from, comes to me and tell, please watch me, watch me, listen to me. Comes to me and tell me that this man has what you are looking for. Then I have every confidence uh, uh, to ask and demand, you know, be, uh, 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 based on the knowledge I've received from that credible person. Do you agree? Are you sure? That's right. Let me, let me, let me make an example. If Focus needs a laptop, and I come to Focus, I say, Focus, you know, 
I know that my wife has about three laptops are on Fanyewe. So I want you to go and ask her. I'm sure she'll be able to give you one. You see, focus has no reason to doubt what I'm saying. Is it not true? Because I'm a credible witness. Number one, I'm close to the person I'm speaking about. And number two, I have no reason to lie about the matter. Are we, are we learning? So, focus can have the confidence to go and ask. The person should be credible and close. It's, it's a way I, I gain knowledge about what the, the great man has. Are we learning? Number two, please listen to me. Number two, the man himself can see. For instance, I can know that Apostle Andy has a rise in his room because Apostle Andy, I overheard him saying it. Is that not a credible way of knowing? That's right. If I overheard Apostle Andy saying, or somehow Apostle Andy announces that, oh, I have rice in my room. It's also a credible way of knowing that this man has what I need. Is it there? And the number three way of knowing is when I see for myself. It's when I do what? Are we together? It's when I see for myself. And then I can infer or I can see that indeed Apostle Andy. And I say, one bag. Then I know that Apostle Andy indeed has what I am looking for. Are we learning something? Please follow me. You will love what I'm teaching about today. See prayer. See the secret place. Right. Now, in the first instance, please listen to me. We are delving into the matter. That is the testimony of a credible witness. When somebody I know is close to the man, comes to tell me, oh, uh, focus. The laptop you want, I go to focus. The laptop you are looking for, my wife has some. Go and ask, you know, the credible witness. So that you understand the whole mystery about the secret place. Amen and amen. Are you following? I hope you are not sleeping. That's right. Hmm. In the body of Christ, there are many who only have the testimony of men. Asa. Listen, look at me. I don't have any reason to lie to Apostle Andy or to lie to Papenesto. Papenesto, God is going to bless you. Or I don't have any reason to come and tell Papenesto, Papenesto, you know, God is able to do that which you are looking for. Now, he sees me as a credible person. I'm a man of God. I have no reason to lie to him. And so, he's demanding from God because I have said God is able to do. Now, do you understand that? Hello, does it happen always in the body? That's right. Many of us, all we know of what God has for us is what somebody credible. The person is not lying. In fact, there is no reason to doubt his integrity. And what he's saying may be true. But the enemy now do you understand that hello <laughs> i love that one so there are many in the body in this dimension 
We know God is able to do. How did we get to come? How did we come by that information? Because somebody we believe is very close to God and somebody that has no reason to lie about my predicament is telling me that God has an answer for my problem. The reason why I am crying and demanding from God is because my pastor said God is able to do. That is the first dimension. <laughs> Are we learning something already? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said shout, I hear you. All right. Now listen to me. The fact that I am not lying about the fact that God is able to do what you are doing has nothing to do with God doing what you want him to do. See, if you are not catch it on. Say, I'm but the fact that I'm not lying and I'm saying God, what God is able to do does not mean that God is going to do it for you. Now, do you agree with what I'm saying? But that one is not a guarantee that what I am saying God will do, he's going to do. Now, are you following? Are you sure you understand me? That's right. So I may be credible, I may be speaking the truth, I may be close to God, but that is not enough guarantee for me to say that, oh, uh, 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 and then I go home happy because I'm not saying it's not good, but that is not a guarantee. It has never been a guarantee. Every day when you go to church, they speak words of blessing over your life, don't they? Oh, hello. They prophesy over your life, don't they? We are in our right to speak the mind of God. But listen to me, hear me. I want you to understand something. It is not because we, 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 we are just deceiving you. No, God has instructed us. But you see, it depends on you more than it depends on me. Now, do you understand that? Hmm. Today, I want to demystify certain things. Cause you to start thinking in the right manner. I may be credible. I have no reason to lie to you. But that is not guarantee. It is not a guarantee that what I am demanding of him, he's going to do. Now, are we learning something? Let's look at the second instance. In the second instance, I told you that one way again of knowing that the person I am demanding from is able to do is when the person himself says it. Look at this. When you go and ask Bill Gates, who owns Microsoft? Or when you go and ask Elon Musk, who owns Twitter? They cannot deny that they are the owners. But will it help you in your case when you are demanding for financial support? Knowledge of the fact that Somebody has something. Has nothing to do when, uh, with, with his, 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 his willingness to give you part of what he has. Now, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Please listen to me. I wish that there was a way to make this very simple for you. But Ubisa, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, when a Microsoft, he will admit, oh, I am the owner of Microsoft. And on interest, it will be prescribed Bill Gates. No, Connor, catch a Bill Gates. You, I heard you say, and I said, generally on the news that you have so much money, you are able to help me, so help me. Do you think that is good enough reason for Big to give him something? No. It doesn't help your cause. Even if the person that owns it himself admits that I have money, it doesn't mean he's going to give the money to you. Now, are we learning something? In the body of Christ, there are many promises we see in the way. You open up scripture and say, the Bible said, I am the head and not the tail. Is that not true? Oh, Hello? That's right. 
You open the scriptures and God said, it is not somebody that said, in the first instance, somebody said God is able. In the second instance, God himself is saying in his word that those that trust in me, they shall lack nothing. You shall not beg for bread. Is it not in scripture? That's right. This one, it is God himself speaking it. But listen to me. The fact that God has admitted that he has capacity to help you will not help you when you are demanding something from him. Is it true? Do you think that the people that die of hunger, they don't know. There are many of you in the body of Christ. We know what God has said in his word and it doesn't help us in any way. Is that not true? That's right. Please follow me. I want to make this thing practical. Sometimes you can hear, ah, this, this one is written in the word. It is clear, black and white. God has said it generally to us, but it does not address our issues. It seems as though, you know, th that is the whole idea. The person has said it, Bugat has said it, the rich man, the great man has said it. We know it is not in dispute. But when it comes to making it, ma making it speak for us personally, it doesn't work that way. Are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. I love this part. And then, finally, the third one that I spoke about is that there are a group of people. Please listen to me. <laughs> what they see, look at this. It's like I'm living with a great man, a rich man in my, in my area. You know that this man is rich. He has everything he wants. I just want to pay me at all. And yet, Papa Nesto is here, thousand cities, and he is school fees. He is crying and crying, and he is crying, and he is crying, and he is crying, and he thousand. Papa Nesto is thousand and thousand school fees. No, I call Papa no. Papa, please. You know, I have seen that you have money. So please, I want you to help me. Do you think it's a good reason enough? He may not have said it. Nobody has spoken about it, but you have seen it with your Koro Koro. I say, Range Rover, you will keep me. Patrolti me. iPhone 100, you will keep me. There is nothing that comes around that this man is not buying. Please don't sleep. I will learn something. So I have seen you yourself, you have noticed with your Koro Koro eye that this man is able to help, but he's not. How many times in the body of Christ, and here, Benya some people come and tell us a testimony and yet we never get the same testimony is that not true we come to in the body of christ somebody said oh hallelujah hallelujah ah, god has been good unto me i was looking for a job i prayed and god answered you have been praying the same prayer for the past six years but what you you have seen look at this the testimony of another man is what you have seen the lord do and i'm able that's right into one who knows, say, I dare no, and yet too big. One who knew, I sorry, him two, three people, and Yamia, the same thing. And yet, it seems as though when it's your turn, oh, they change. And uh, you know, I hope you are getting me. Just like the rich man, you have seen that the man has money, but go and tell him about your predicament. He said, No. So the fact that you even have proof, witness, experience, you have seen for yourself that God is able, doesn't guarantee. Success when you demand from God. Are we learning something already? Is somebody blessed? Shout, I hear you. That's right. Please put these things in your head. The fact that your pastor told you means nothing. Number two, the fact that so the pastor, the pastor, the credible witness. Are we, are we learning? Oh, are we learning? 
And somebody said, how many times haven't we seen prophecies fail? The fact that somebody that even speaks the mind of God told you means very little. Listen, to, I want to point it back to the believer. Now, are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. The fact that you even heard God himself in the word speaking generally, that this is what I have and this is what I'm able to do, it means very little. Number three, I want you to put these things in your head. Number three, the fact that you have seen God do it for somebody is not proof that he's going to do it for you. Is that not true? We can see two brothers. Eh? Two brothers. One is healed. The other will pray all his life. He's never healed. So seeing that God, the testimony is supposed to encourage you, but I'm telling you, it's not proof that God will do it. Are we learning? Shout, I hear you. Now let me enter the mystery for you. What guarantees, please now listen to me. What guarantees that Papa Ernesto is going to receive what he knows? Look at it. A lot of the times, Oh, hello, don't we know? Correct. Now, what will guarantee that Papa Ernesto is going to receive that which he already knows or that which is demanding from God? Look at it. That is the, that is the full proof. The only guarantee is when God comes to Papa Ernesto personally. Look at someone say personally. I love this mystery. If I want something that is 100%, hey, it has never failed. Even if it looks so impossible, when the message that is delivered, when the knowledge upon which you are making your demands was delivered on the platform of the secret place, that knowledge is able to bring the best of God out. Are we learning something? When the reason why we are demanding what we are demanding is because somehow God came to you personally. I'm not saying that you see God standing somewhere. At no point has no man seen God. That's what the Bible said. I will explain what my, myself later. Indeed, what is foolproof? I'm telling you, credible witnesses can fail. General revelations from God can fail. I'm telling you that testimony, seen with your eyes, is no guarantee. But one thing that has worked over the years, over time, not one has failed, is when God can come to Flexi and tell Flexi personally that Flexi, this thing that you want, I want you to have it. Or these things that I have, they are available for you. Go and take it. That is when we get foolproof. Look at someone say foolproof. <laughs> I love this mystery. I learned this from Kenneth Hagen many years ago. Not the message I'm preaching, but the, the mystery about the realm of God. When God comes to you, Papa Nesto, and says somehow, maybe through the word of God, you can be reading a scripture for a very long time and one day when you read it, it's as though something jumps out of the scriptures to you. It's as though something has become alive through the scriptures for you. And then it seems as though God is looking at you and speaking to you personally. Bishop Dak said, many years ago when he was, when he was uh, doing his housemanship as a doctor, somewhere in Insawem Deraba, one day he was praying and reading his word. God spoke to him like a voice from a wall and spoke to him and said, now you can teach. Now you can teach. But he was a pastor for many years then. He, he thought he was teaching the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was that church, I think, second year in medical school. 
And he was a medical school and a housemanship. And he thought he was a good teacher teaching the word of God. God spoke to him personally and said, now you can. From that day, his teaching ministry now began to found relevance. The only time, listen to me, what you are demanding, is when God comes to you, Ernesto, and say, Ernesto, this thing that you demand, you can have it. Tell somebody the secret place. I didn't hear. Tell somebody the secret place. Now, do you know that these things, they are not delivered in public? The personal things that God say, why do you think that... Listen, that's why last week I started by introducing you into the spirit. Listen, I can stand here with you. It doesn't mean that if God speaks to me, you hear. He has a way of guiding his revelation. It is not for the masses. So Paul was walking with a lot of people and the light struck. Lighter. And yet somehow, only Paul saw the light. He has a way of personalizing his messages. It doesn't matter you are in a group, but he will select you out and speak his word to you. Now, are you understanding me? When the messages tend to be personal, then you should know that there is something the Lord wants to do. Personal messages, personal. God tell you personally. So you have seen in the word that the young lion hunger and suffer after many things, but those that trust the Lord, they shall lack nothing. It doesn't automatically work because you know you beg sometimes before you weak, you, you eat. But one day when God should come to you with the revelation of the word, speak to you personally about that word. Even if you have to fall, rain manna from heaven for you, we will. Are you understanding me? Because on when we say the word of God does not fail, it is not the logos. It is not what? It is the rema. Because these things, we read them every day and they fail, don't they? Oh, they do. Don't lie to yourselves. They do. The word that does not fail is the living and the active word. It is not the word in print. That's right. Forever and ever. Or say the flowers fades. The grass withers. But my word endure it. It is not this word. This one it can be bent. The word in the heart of a man. The rema in the spirit of a believer. That is what now are we together so when God speaks to a man personally that word cannot fail every day say every day say all the day all the time look for that personal word say that personal word that's right if somebody said oh okay, well, me, I'm looking to do this I'm looking to do this and you are praying you wonder what kind of prayer you need to pray when we get into the depth of the matter, you understand. I hope I have time. Now listen to me. Assuming a great man has many property. Look at it. Let, let's look at maybe a great man in Ghana. Or whatever. I don't know. Which great man should we talk about? Maybe Elon Musk. Or, 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 or bring it down to uh, uh, somebody that you know. Or property baby. He's a great man. He has aeroplanes. He has trucks. He has buildings and he has children. Now look at me. He has these things and he has what? Children. Now generally, Ubisasa Papa now. Papa. And you be brow say generally anemadia anamewa. Hello. But look look at it. The property, everything the man has, they are naturally for the children. But it doesn't mean 
that Papa Nitiasin, look at it. Woba can just get up one day and go and own the transport business. He can't. Anamewa. The only way Woba gets that transport business is when the man calls Woba secretly and delivers the key to that company to Woba. And tell Woba, you my son, I have personally delegated this part of my business, of my estate unto you. That is when this man can legitimately claim to own that sector. The fact that the man comes on television and says everything is for my children doesn't mean one man, one son can get up and own anything. In order to be an owner of some portion of the estate, the man will have to call you and give it to you and give it to you. Can you see that? So God creates the universe. Everything in the world is his. He said the thousand cattle upon the hills are mine. He said silver and gold are mine. Everything is mine. But listen to me. When he has to give you something, he calls you personally and say you can have that. And he say you can have that. So God calls us his children. But we cannot just get up and say hey. No. He calls you personally and delivers the key to you. And those keys are so full. They are delivered in a mystery, in a place, in a closed environment where nobody knows. A honey friend is a secret place. No? So a man can enter there and the man, God will deliver to a mortal man the keys to healing. These things cannot be delivered to a general public. These things cannot be Are you understanding me? So he will call somebody close to himself in a place of prayer called the secret place and deliver the mystery of deliverance unto that person. Deliver the mystery of breakthroughs, sometimes finances, these things they are encountered in the secret. Now, are you understanding me? So, one day, God will come to Madame Tips and say, Tips, you, you cannot be barren. Even if all the witches in, the, in, in her houses conspire, she doesn't have to pray. The word is, say, the word is enough. That's right. That is where, where, where he wants us to get to the point where we shall encounter him personally. And through her own private the demand, the law of demand is based on the knowledge that the man that has it has given you access to it. Is it not powerful? There is a difference in trying to locate it and find your way into that destination. And then the owner of it coming to you and say, Apostle Andy is living for a regular so This is my khaki. When you need to use it, just go and take it. It's different from uh, one day I need a car, then I'll have to find a way, wait till he comes online. I was Andy, uh, oh, uh, my sending message, oh, bear two days. That is how believers are with God. Huh? You're leaving a message, I need a change, I need a reply. And when he's in a good mood, he'll reply. I, I, are we learning something already? Shout out here. Say personally. Say personally. Don't joke to yourself. It is not everything that is available. That is ordained for you. You have to get it personally. When the Lord spoke these things to me. I learned this mystery. Many years ago. This is what came into my spirit. That in the book of Genesis. Look at it. The Bible said God created the heavens and earth. Created everything in there. And gave the keys of everything to Adam. And then there was something also in that garden. That was available. But God didn't hand the key to Adam. That is the tree of life and of the knowledge, sorry, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It was available, but it was not handed to him. Is that not true? Hello? He said, you can eat of every tree. Genesis 2.17. But as for this tree, I have not given you keys to this mystery. So the fact that something is even available does not mean it's accessible. Is it there? But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in that day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. 
One day I sat down and I asked myself, it's a question of many believers. Why is it that God knows that the tree, it will play no importance in Adam's life and still placed it in the garden? Is that not true? Wouldn't it have been simpler for God to just leave the tree out of the equation, Adam function? Then Adam knows that, oh, I don't have any limitation. It is to teach us that it is not everything that is available that is accessible. The fact that it is available is not a guarantee that you can assess it. Can you see that? God is telling the believer, please come to me and let me deliver the keys. Yes. Are we learning something? Are you sure? Is somebody blessed by the word? Oh, come on. Is somebody blessed by the word? Say after today. I didn't hear you. Say after today. By the power of the Holy Ghost. I didn't hear you. Say by the power of the Holy Ghost. Say I delve into the secrets of God by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord. You see, you, you see some men and they are confident. The reason, of their, the reason for their confidence is what they have heard from God. Hallelujah. Sometimes you wonder, Madam Tim maybe the president of the nation and maybe the chief of staff or somebody very prominent. Oh, hello. Assuming you are going for an interview, Haman wants to work at GMPC. I'm going to interview. Now, GMPC boss now the signature best sign as here. No, 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 that is how believers are. personal revelation and They are joining you and they are doing the things you are doing, but their minds are already settled because they have confidence in Him who has promised them. Is somebody understanding me? Shout! I hear you. try That is not what you are doing. We believe. That's what Paul said. I know whom I have believed. Are we together? Remember, let me delve into the last mystery and then close. I have some five minutes. Look at it. In Ephesians 3:20, along the scripture, the Bible said, Now unto him, say it with me, say now unto him who is able. Okay, also let's read it because this is a popular scripture. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Now to him, please, let's read together. One, two, three, go. Now to him, mm -hmm. who is able to do, uh-huh. Listen. This is a part statement. I need one hour to preach this one. <laughs> he said, now to him, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Maybe NKJV, you know, a deceive you uh, your, your conception of the scripture, but I want to break it down for you. Or say, now unto him who is able, he has the ability to do it, but he has not promised us. And, uh, <laughs> he said he is able to do, look at it, exceedingly abundantly above all. Look, look at it. That we ask of, ask for, or imagine, according to the power 
That is at work in us. What I'm teaching you right now, don't forget. Look at it. The Bible is showing us three dimensions here of things God is able to do. Look at it. The first dimension he talked about, before you can understand the first dimension, you need to understand the second and the third. Look at it. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. Into the only first dimension. Sorry, the first dimension. Above all. And we need the crop. Or see, you can't go on. Or to me, you bro. Dear Yedjini. Any dear Yen to me, Pon Susuhun. Pachoti. Hello. And I said, dear Susuhun, sorry. There are three dimensions here. One dimension says there is a dimension where we go to God and there are some things on our heart and we ask. That is the first dimension. And I'm a boy. Number two, there are some things we imagine. But we don't really talk. We don't really ask them. Ask every man of God here. Yeah. When they sit here, there are, are things they imagine. But look at it. I'll come there. No matter. He said there is a dimension that is above. Please listen to me. Listen to me. There is a dimension above what we ask, and there is a dimension above what we imagine. Ananias are no kind. Look at it. To do a silly abundantly above that we ask, sorry, or think. Another version say imagine. And you we have the confidence to ask. And also there is another dimension above these two things. And no, those things, it is exceedingly abundantly above the journey. Are you sure? Hello? Let me break it down for you. I'll close very soon. When Osofokanda or Apostle Sam is there as a man of God. There are things he can go to God and ask. When you bring somebody and say, Apostle Sam, pray for her. I want her to speak in tongues. It's okay, it's okay. You bring Apostle Sam, you lay his hands on and receive the Holy Ghost. It's a dimension he knows he can easily assess. My God. When I understood this thing, it broke my spirit. I said, Look at it. He will just lay his hands on the person and say, Receive the Holy Ghost and he will receive. Number two. There are some things that when he is there, he knows they are there, but he doesn't really ask for them. For instance, look at me and Apostle Sam. Look at it. Are we confident enough to go and stop the funeral procession and say that, no, 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 no. God said that I am the resurrection and the life. So please, put the dead man down. Dead man, get up. Many of us, we think about these things. We know they are there because Jesus did it. Paul did it. Peter. And I, but they are not things we are confident enough to ask about. And I'm a, when I say pray for him to speak in tongues, the person is speaking in tongues. You know, raising of the dead is also a dimension in the spirit. But we are not confident. We only think about it. So, you see, two dimensions. What we ask, number two, what we what? Think about. And then he said there is a third dimension which is exceedingly abundantly above what we ask and what we think about. And not just, I know the Amaya cry. Can you see that? But they are all dimensions that exist. But they have not even entered our minds yet. Listen, I'm not trying, I'm not teaching high things so you understand why I'm saying these things. Are you following me? Are you following me? So, the things we ask, the things we think about, and there's a third one which is above all. Look at it. Sometimes when you are making prayers, it's as though in the spirit there is a cap somewhere to what you can demand. Is that true? Oh, please. Is that true? Nobody has told you not to pray this prayer, but you won't. 
Why? Hayat Alima City. It's as though in the spirit, obey the cap, be at what this is your level. You can operate here. Is that not true? Obianka Hinchero, Unim de Yamiasama Kenya, but somehow, won't soon him what you are capable of. This is the mystery. Or say now to him who is able to do, number one, exceedingly abundantly above what we ask and what we imagine. The third part is the key to this mystery. According to the power that is at work in us. So the degree to which you have been able to allow yourself for that power to take over will determine your cap in the spirit. So that if you have allowed that power to gain total control of your life, you will see a dead man and say, come alive. A power you have not encountered, you cannot utilize. Now, do you understand that? Or say, what we imagine and think and ask, or say, only because he's powerful, only because God is able to do. Look at it. He said, I'm able to do all these things according to the power that is at work in you. That means that if you have not come to the point where you have exercised your spirit to a dimension whereby God can interact with you in the secret place where you know the movings and the directions of God, there are some things no matter how hard you pray for them, they are not available to you. Are we together? There is a power that is at work in you. And somehow, oh yeah, it seems you know. Sometimes you don't even want to venture those things. You know your territory in the spirit. He said, according to the power that is at work in you. Don't somebody say, oh, what you are preaching is not true. We just don't have faith. The Bible said, if we have faith like a seed of master, go and have that faith and let's see. If it was easy for you to just do it, Asof, will you be here today? You should understand that there is a proportion of power that every man has at work in them. That is what you call the secret place. You know there was so. You know the territories you command in the spirit. So until you come to a place where you enter the place in prayer called the secret place. Why do you think that you haven't come to that point yet? You haven't come to that. Receive grace. <laughs> come on and say receive grace. He said, according to the power, that is how to work in you. Listen, let me tell you this last thing and close. I wrote down and I said that your prayer, it only has access huh, to your depth of revelation, increase, insight, encounters, whatever. Don't let anybody deceive you. There are some things you know is not available to you. I'm not saying don't pray. I'm telling you to pray, pray, pray. Pray to a point whereby you have a relationship with God to such an extent to say, he won't even ask you to pray about them because he will make them available to you. Wash a shache. It's a spiritual location. Unless I give it, I present it to you personally, you cannot. You can try, you can try, you can toil all night like Peter did. All he wanted was a miracle catch. But toiling with the strength of the flesh is not available. It's not something that can lead you to where you want to get to. But you tell me, that's right. What it has access to is the levels of revelation. The level of insight. 
the, the relationship, the koinonia, that is where you draw from. I am telling you. That is where you draw from. You know that there are some things you know by yourself that this thing is not my level. The reason why those levels are there is because some people have gone deeper in the things of God. Are we learning something? When we pray and we don't see results, it's not because witches are strong. I have never believed that. Any time I am tempted to think that way, there is something in my spirit that gets angry. We don't pray and don't get... So something you can bring... Yes, hold on. You can bring somebody, pray for him, deliver him. If there is something is not happening, it is not because of the devil. I am telling you. There are some demands we are making. We simply are not there yet. We can't draw. We can't draw from what we don't know. I say, Bula ni muwa. Na wadia wade kotunu etia. Utie. Wanu bule muwa. Se se opaba na bula ni muwa. Aeti etia. Na wadia wade kotunu eden. Etia. You just be wasting your time. But imagine if you're able to build a longer rope. There is nothing in there you cannot assess. But what you say? Look at someone say the secret place. Mention ka. Look at someone say the secret place. Mapon. Why do why do you think is it is it is it a coincidence? That men we know that have fasted for long, prayed for long, exercised their spirit for long. It's as though in the body of Christ they are the men that reign. Any coincidence? Who Jimmy? They have built themselves to a point in the secret place whereby their credit in the spirit is huge. So Elisha said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? What I'm demanding, my credit is not yet due. Until he took the mantle of Elijah and hit the water with it. He said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? What he was saying is that I am partaking of the credit that Elijah has with God. Are you, under, are you understanding me? What I have now is, is not enough to sponsor that which I demand. So where is the Lord God of Elijah? So he took the mantle of Elijah and parted the, the rivers of Jordan with that mantle. There are dimensions. There are secrets. Look for it. Yeah. There are things God wants to show us. There are mysteries he wants us to delve into. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Is somebody blessed already? You don't need to pray for three years or ten years in order to have a child. I don't believe in those things. It happens. But I'm telling you, one day let God visit you. Didn't it take just one visitation? From, the, from God to, El, to Abraham to speak a direct word and say, Afidasa, just one, just one. Listen, all we did is for one moment, one moment. And many of the things you have been praying for 20 years, one moment it settles the matter. I love this mystery. One moment. Look at someone say, one moment. That's right. The man at the pool of Bethesda, he was there for 38 years, believing on the mercy. He said, when I want to get into the mother, another one that is highly favored. Maybe I am crippled, but on the nefra. What is staring now, he can walk faster to the pool. But Jesus said, do you want to be made whole? All these things are not necessary. One moment. One moment. Can you see that? God will visit you. Sometimes in the morning prayer. Say, no, listen. Afeda says, I want to be it is the strongest indication that God has given you what you want. Your spirit is ready. He will deliver it. I said, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something has changed. There is something that happens in the spirit. 
People of God, don't be fooled by all these things that we are saying. We are going to the... No, 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 forget about it. There is never a time I have spent time in prayer for certain things because the Lord has personally spoken to me about it. That's all I need. It answers everything. God will come to you and say, you, you can have this. That's all. Are we learning something? Is somebody blessed already? Are you sure you are blessed? Don't follow anything that you hear. And yet you are to be an endocrine. Somebody said you have to. Listen to me. Listen to me. Build that thing. Tell somebody, build that thing. We call it the secret place. Say, but you, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. He doesn't want anybody to even enter there. That I tell you every day, we are not here to prophesy to you. We are here to deliver what God has said. We are here to build you up in the spirit so that one day you can stand face to face. You can hear the voice of God. That is where the body of Christ is. God is taking us. the voices. If you were unable to discern what people are saying, say you're spiritually accurate or not, go back to say discern. What's a honey back at you? Be an wajedi. Do you know why? Because there are 24 witches who have come together on my call here for 17 account. Oh, no, that David will get up in Psalm 91 and he will say, He said, The Lord is my strength. Who should I be afraid of? In Psalm 91, he said that although I marani maniata, sorry, he said in Psalm 91, he said that I shall not be afraid of the arrows that fly by the day, nor the people that gather in night at the night time and dance and sing of my name. Do you know why? Because the Lord is my shield and my buckle. What I say? So I, I don't sleep. When I sleep, I open my window. If you like ask of I'll open the window. I want witches to even look at me sleep. I open it like this. Say, hey, what to do? What are you talking about? I be phone to me and na eshe oniye. Usi adiye kwa now they shed them. Yes, niyo me buha yemfempiye. What are you talking about? Be sensitive, or you need a word. Say a word. I don't live for witches, so I don't live for witchcraft and wizards. There are some people they, they see certain ah, they are running away. You are a joke. You don't have a word inside your spirit. Patriotie me. He said because I have made the Lord even the Most High. I love David. Because I have made the Lord, even the most high, my dwelling place. No evil can, shall come nigh my doorstep. Neither any plague nigh my habitation. For he has said, he shall send his angels to keep charge over me. So that, receive grace. Is somebody blessed this morning? Tell somebody, look for a word. Say, get closer, get closer. Nejai, pray for me, pray for me, a different bed use kakwa. On bed day. Or different okran. What your children? They will lie to you. Say giving false prophecies. This is what is happening. You know? Listen. When I say this. I say it from a point of authority. Because listen. Me, I am not criticizing prophecy. When you come here. I said I prophesy to you. And when God speaks to me. I will say to you what God has said. So this preacher. You know that I am not against prophecy. In fact I love them. But the reason we live is not for prophecies. God gave birth to Adam, put him in a garden. He said, everything in this life is yours. 
even the witches, if they can, they are yours. And I'm a he didn't make provision for witches. Or see, they were we are singing now, yeah. In this way, for by we own them. Sometimes if, if we should even send them. Is it powerful? That's right. I feel sorry to me, Mount Nine. So you see, ready me fearfully. 70 days. Take your offering. We are done. If you are blessed, put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.